What's up, you nerds? Welcome back to Yellow Spandex. In this episode, we're running through a bunch of the Sonic stuff. We're also talking about Stranger Things trailer. We stop and listen or watch that. Uh, the wrestling. What is it? Wrestling for hours. Oh, yes. We uh, did a little <laughs> spiel about wrestling. Uh, we also talked about Vince is like we're talking too much about this. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we talked about uh, the uh, the Batman, the new Batman movie. Yes. We talked about more Birds of Prey. We talked about CW. What's uh, they they want to make a Lost Boys television series? So we talked about that. I don't know. Uh, also, High Fidelity and how amazing the TV show is, and talked about that versus the movie. Also, some CCM rants, some music rants, and also the sequel to Knives Out. We talked about that too. Did you say Sonic yet? Yeah, I said Sonic. Okay. And, yeah. Maybe I just didn't hear it. Sonic is is like the the start of the show of this episode, so mm. hopefully you guys enjoy it because it's coming at you right now. Sure Josh, did you see uh, Sonic? I did not. I you should, to. you should take the girls. Um, it is very much a kids movie. Mm-hmm. Um, should we start with that? Oh yeah, sure, guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do a quick one with, with the Sonic. Yeah, there's not much to talk about. Say, it's, yeah. it's a kids movie. There's a, like maybe some half jokes for the parents and stuff, yeah. but not really. Like it's mostly just like music. It's got a great soundtrack, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of music cues and yeah. stuff. And the the feels, the nostalgia feels are all there. That's you know, good. You know, question. Go Does he eat a chili dog? Yes. Nice. <laughs> is Jaleel White in the movie? No. Oh, darn. That is that is like a, oh yeah, spoilers. <laughs> Just a warning, I guess. Yeah. I if you're listening to us. Um, but the, you get 90s Jim Carrey back is basically Ace Ventura. Good. So, um, it's so I awesome. missed that Jim Carrey. I feel Wait, like what? though. So did I. I feel <laughs> no, like though the editors back don't know how to. I mean, they did a, a good job, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the '90s editors were able to make it like more hectic, you yeah. know. Because I noticed like Jim was just as crazy as he was, but the surroundings were not as like crazy, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. So I don't. There was something missing there, but he was like, I, I don't know. He must have been doing crack the whole time or something. <laughs> he was just like all over the place. He was on like eleven the yeah. whole time. It was great, but. Well, I know that they were. He was on Saturday Night Live a year or two ago, I think it was, uh-huh. and uh, all the writers there were like our age, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was funny. He did an interview. He was like, you know, <laughs> it's funny because they saw me you know, on Mad TV and everything else you know, growing up, Jim and Ace Ventura, and you know, I used to do a lot of physical comedy, and they're like, it's still Jim Carrey. We're gonna make him do this. And oh then, yeah. Dan, like I don't know if I can do that guy. <laughs> there's there's a couple sequences that are purely for him to do physical comedy, nice. like the like the one time when he listens to music while waiting on the machine to do the thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> he just does like a weird dance sequence thing, but it's <laughs> there for the '90s nostalgia kind of. It was it brought it brought back pretty much any scene you've seen Jim Carrey in. Yeah, but the um. And like most people thought, you know that scene where you see the actual Doc Robotnik with the it's at the very end. It's like a basically a post credits thing, you know. Yeah, so is, this, is it meant to be like there's going to supposed to be a sequel? Mm. Yes. So, Good. do you want spoilers or? Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. To be honest, like the only thing I could see in this movie is, hey, oh no, Sonic's here. Accidents happen. He, you know, they saved the world from Robotnik. I don't know. That's the I only did. thing. The second uh, <laughs> after credits is Tails. Oh, cool. Uh, it, they're clearly setting up for a second movie, and based what about on Knuckles, the, Knuckles going to be in it too. He's in the beginning. Oh, nice. Well, he, there's a nod to him, like his the race, the yeah. tribe. Yeah, as you see that. I didn't notice that until a friend pointed it out later. Um, we we were on the west side, and a friend of ours, Max, who writes for Nerd Sync, mm. lives out there, and he was like so about the movie. He was like, "Who was going to go with me on Valentine's Day?" <laughs> and then we happened to be out there, we're like, "Oh yeah." So he was like, "Did you notice Knuckles at the beginning?" I'm like, no. But then I like look back. I'm like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that was, was the tribe. Yeah, so maybe he wasn't in there, but they at least set up the thing, like a Beta Ray Bill thing, to where like in Thor three, like his he's got a statue in the background, it's Beta Ray Bill. That's kind of, this, this was, yeah, this was even more so because he, he was being chased after by this tribe. Okay. Um, the whole beginning sequence is the first level mm. of Sonic. Oh, it's funny. And they don't even hide it. They're like, this place is perfect. It's got ramps and spins it's, like, it's just like he's just <laughs> and gold rings he, he just well so the gold rings actually have like a function they're okay. teleportation devices oh okay so and all yeah also the beginning sequence like you know how marvel has like the flipping pages and mm-hmm. everything they heavily imply there's gonna be a sega verse oh cool like there's other games in the thing what else would they have beastmaster stuff like that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like sega verse so That'd be sick though i'd watch it if they did a but, Beastmaster. and then and the uh the music that plays it doesn't do the sega but the chords do oh crazy so you hear like yeah i don't know it's it's, it's beautiful it's have you ever seen the, the meme of like it has uh nick fury in the background and it's got like pikachu behind him and he's like 
you know, I'm talking about the Super Smash initiative or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I could see that. But the, hands down, the strongest part of the movie was the redesign of Sonic. Yeah. Surely. Uh, like he doesn't disappoint. He looks exactly like you wanted Sonic to be. Mm -hmm. And the sentimental moments, cause there's several of them. Cause Sonic's basically the loneliest person on earth. That's the, the gist of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, he, you, you actually feel it, which I wouldn't have felt it with that original horrific design thing. It's yeah. I posted on Facebook, like that. It was like one of the, it was like the strongest thing in the movie. And then uh, another friend of ours was like, good. And he tagged his friend. who's like, was a head of design on that. I was like, Oh, good. Oh well, yeah. Good work. I didn't say anything good horrible. <laughs> also, it was genuinely good, you know, but it, it was, was it, yeah. it was a kid's movie. I didn't know how well it would do though, because it wasn't like, like bombastically like amazing. Yeah. But I think like if you're a kid, it, it, it would made like a lot. It's a very entertaining kid's movie. Mm. But if you're our age, there's not jokes for us, but there's references for us, mm. except for the owl thing, which I don't know about. And a lot of people are complaining. The owl's Sonic's mom. I don't know how that works. Apparently, she's never been mentioned. There was an owl in the past, but it wasn't the same name. Huh. She's only in it for like 30 seconds. He's like, I played some of those <clears> games, <throat> and I don't remember if there's lore behind them besides, you know, adding, you know, I, I guess if you look at the cartoon, I don't know. Kind there's of. There's multiple cartoons. So. There's references to the levels and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, at first, there's this whole thing where Sonic would have to escape to a mushroom world, and I thought that was a dig in Nintendo. Yeah. Turns out it's a level in Sonic. I didn't know that. Huh. So. Okay. I don't remember. I'm sure if I played it, it'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. If, I beat the first two games, at least. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I made it past, like, Green Hills, so. Yeah. <laughs> They're in San Francisco. There's a lot of plot holes, not gonna lie. Mm. But you just go with it, because, uh, once again, pitch meeting. Yeah. So funny. Um, <laughs> I need to watch that one then. So like there's this. So the whole movie is a road trip movie. James Marston uh, has to take Sonic to go find his rings. Mm -hmm. I won't. There's a whole thing about why he has to go to San Francisco to find the rings. Okay. But he goes. They have to drive from Montana to San Francisco. And the, the thing they point out in pitch meeting is like, oh, so Sonic some, somehow disabled that he can't run he's like no actually right before the road trip begins he runs the pacific ocean and gets covered in a fish and back it's like then why didn't he just stop in san francisco on his way he's like i don't know story like and it's like true it's like yeah he did he like they specifically like they're in the middle of the road trip they get in a fight and sonic runs the pacific ocean and back and then they continue the road trip and like you just basically went there and then came back you know? <laughs> I clearly can't do this by myself. Like clearly, you, you just can. did, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a moment where he has to like scale a building, mm -hmm. and they've established before that he does it several times, and then he just doesn't. So there's this whole subplot about them having to get a key to get to the top of the building. And it's like you could just like run up the side, <laughs> scale it, yeah. You know, I don't know. So if you ignore those things mm -hmm. and just be like, we need to have some sort of plot, then it's fun. Yeah, that's why it's like clearly I mean, it's a for kids, kids movie, I guess. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I can generally look past those for kids movies, but yeah, <laughs> it, it just it the, it bothered me for like a second until like Sonic kept being cute because it was like <laughs> it was like you have a fish on your head. You he says I just ran to the Pacific Ocean, mm -hmm. and then there's like, but I can't do this trip without you. I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're counting on kids not knowing geography. Yeah. <laughs> The fish thing went over well with all the kids in the theater. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all like, yeah, fish. Yeah, the jokes did go real with kids because, like, there, there were some jokes I missed because the kids were still laughing. Yeah. So it worked. But it was cool. Yeah, I was disappointed not seeing Julie White, though. Yeah. I was hoping that he would be, like, holding a chili dog and Sonic would steal yeah, it. Yeah, I thought he'd be, like, you know, he'd be the guy at the little, you know, stand or whatever. Be like, yeah. oh, you want a chili dog? <laughs> <laughs> if, if he was in it, none of us noticed. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that uh, originally they had planned that they wanted Chris Evans to be uh, oh. yeah they even have a picture concept art of him and I guess did he have a bar fight in the movie yeah so like, oh yeah there's basically um, all the slow-mo scenes mm -hmm. are basically Quicksilver from the X-Men movies yeah, like I'd verbatim mm -hmm. same situations I mean so, if you could slow-mo for that much why couldn't you just stop everything all the time and <laughs> That, it, <laughs> lots mean, of plot holes. Exactly. He has like, That's a big plot hole. He has godlike powers. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it's not just uh, speed. Like there's there's an insinuation he has a power, but they never like clarify it. Mm. Um, and so like yeah, those, those times were like, well, you couldn't you just do what you did to the bar? Here? I don't mm -hmm. know. Also, they make a point to say that he's a child, so they keep ordering him like soft drinks at the bar, mm -hmm. but he's still in a bar. Yeah, <laughs> the whole time <laughs> he's still in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. No, I don't know. They're trying to play that joke that. 
cliche thing there in movies because what was there's one where guys sits at the obviously i'm your age and he says well i'll have a i'll have a milk and was like, in a mm-hmm. dirty glass yeah what was that from oh i can't uh, remember this was like did they I know what you're talking about did they get him in like an orange juice or something like that i can't remember yeah it was like juice and then something else uh, but even then, we were still cute. The reason they're at the bar is because Sonic, they're on a road trip, so of course they have like a Pee-wee's Big Adventure, like we see a biker bar, you know, mm-hmm. thing. So he sees all this ridiculous... Actually, actually, I guess that might have been for the parents because there's this stuff that is like parody level movie. Uh, he's like seeing the outside of a biker bar and mm-hmm. they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff that wouldn't actually happen. It yeah. was like awesome. It's like a rap video yeah. but <laughs> at a biker bar. Like there's like hydraulics, there's like spinning <laughs> motorcycle. All, all these different kinds of biker bar or all these different kinds of bars are it, like mushed into one. It's like a music video. Yeah. And then Sonic's <laughs> like, it's so cool. I have to leave the car. And I'm like, I get it. You're nine or something. You see that? I'm like, I gotta leave. Like, <laughs> What movie you were thinking of is Cop and a Half. Uh, uh, which kind of is understandable because he's be the, with the cop. I guess he could take them into take him into the bar. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's funny though. Wow, cop and a half. So yeah, pretty pretty funny. And it looks like based on the numbers, it's gonna have a sequel. Good. I guess oh, well, I guess it, I just did a really good opening weekend or something. Thank I God. saw some memes that were like, "Hey, <laughs> they switched this for you. Go out and watch it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I wish I could. Maybe this weekend." But it also was worth it too. Mm-hmm. We we didn't just go and be like, "Okay, we're supporting this," but it was a decent movie. It was. <laughs> Who's the voice of Sonic? Ben Schwartz. Somebody from Parks and Rec. Mm. Parks and Rec. And he was also on... He's the voice of somebody else. Um, But he did a very good job. Like, totally believable. Oh, yeah. It was great. Um, Okay. There's some cool videos of him right now on YouTube where, like, he he answers questions while watching, like, uh, a Sonic speedrunner play the Sonic games. That's funny. And stuff, so... (laughs) <laughs> I forget what else he's in other oh he's in DuckTales he's a voice in DuckTales nice. like oh. the current DuckTales too I, I know uh, was it Bobby Moynihan is also in that too nice um, Sonic oh he's Jean Ralphio I don't remember like who that is in Parks and Rec I never watched Parks and Rec so I don't know yeah, and then, yeah he's in uh, the, I don't know the uh, oh DuckTales I forget what voice he is though oh he's in MODOK the new MODOK cartoon that's gonna come out oh, I didn't know that. oh okay yeah, I don't know. Oh, he's Bob's in Bob's Burgers. Burgers. Okay. <laughs> he's several voices on Bob's Burgers. All right. Well, that's kind of cool. Oh, he's, well, in, he's in Ninja Turtles. He's Leo. Oh, that's the new one. I haven't watched any of the new one. I mean, our, the little pizza pieces that I've seen looks awful. So I was uh, like, nah, no thanks. Is that where their bodies are all different? Yeah, they're all sizes. like different sizes <laughs> and they're all really young and it's mm-hmm. weird. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a fan. But anyway, recommended, but like, don't expect like a like Shrek level. Mm hmm. Thing. And if you have kids, like highly recommended, like super squeaky clean movie. Yeah, Ari wanted me to take her, and I kept telling, like, kind of joking with Angie, was like, "Hey, you want to go out Valentine's night? And, like, what are we gonna do? Uh, I don't know. Watch a movie? We're not watching Sonic. Like, oh, it is kind of a romantic <laughs> comedy. Like, it's man, you know, James Marsden's uh, either wife or fiance. I can't remember what her uh, their status was. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like a ride or die. Like, so much stuff happens to James Marsden. He's like wanted by the FBI and everything, and she's just like. I'm with you. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, <laughs> she's a keeper, you know? <laughs> Mary status. Well, I'm glad that, that that turned out well. What was that somebody said? I can't believe they actually turned this into a movie after all this. All- oh, like, I read the reviews and it was like, the fact that they made this a watchable movie is nothing short of a miracle, you know, <laughs> and stuff. And that was being used to describe both negative and positive reviews. Yeah. So it's not a piece of art by any means, but it but looked great. You can, but you know, the design is like a large percentage of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, maybe not the whole thing, but like when you bring something like that down, it cripples it more mm-hmm. than if you add it, I guess. Like, I don't know how to, how to explain that. I want to like, say it's very similar to like the Alvin and Chipmunk movie, the first one. Yeah. And like the other, like brought to, to I forget what the other examples are, but you know, stuff like that. Smurfs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And things so people are expecting the next one to be bad because that's what happened to all the other ones. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> oh, let's see here. What fun things did we talk about this week? Oh, uh, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Mm. Did you finally watch the trailer, Vince? I didn't. <clears throat> I mean, it's real quick. You want to watch it? Yeah, let's just watch it because I, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to spoil it for Vince unless you read something already. No, I haven't even. Right. <clears throat> Whoop, and my back. That was short. So, what do you think? That was cool. They just kind of get the speculation off the table right away. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, guess what? Now he's, we know. He's obviously coming back. Now we know. 
And I totally thought he was dead, man. I remember when I watched it last, I was like, well, in the last scene, you see, like, you know, it goes through, like, the Russian thing at the end. Yeah. And they're like, don't worry or don't mess with the American or something yeah. like that. And I was like, well, it's obviously him. I mean, like, who else could it be? And, you know. So I think most people speculated that they were going to lead you to believe it was Hopper, but then it was actually going to be Papa, mm-hmm. you know, and oh, stuff. Oh, Brennan or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then this one is basically saying, like, no, nope, it's going to be him. Yeah. Well, I saw him in an interview shortly after I saw the third ending of the third season, and he was like, "Oh, I gotta talk to the Duffer Brothers and see what we're doing next season." I was like, "Well, mm-hmm. he's gonna be in it, so I don't Mill- know." <laughs> Millie, Millie Bobby Brown kind of like spilled the beans too. She oh, mentioned okay. something about like working with David again or something like that. Mm. Like, but uh, it's funny. I, I don't know if you've seen like there's about a bunch of like fan fiction now about oh, yeah. like the the beginning the crossover to Black Widow. Uh, oh yeah, because Dave Hopper's <laughs> in like two Russian things right now. Oh, that's funny. I, I did <laughs> think that when I was watching. <laughs> Like the same period of time. That's true. Both are going to be out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like his agent's like, let's get all the Russian stuff out of yeah. there. <laughs> He's like, I can only do Russian in this time period. <laughs> so whoever wants to hire me for Russian things. Your time is now. You have a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting to see, though, like what time frame this is in. Like, yeah, you know, where it lies in the timeline. Supposedly the description the Duffer Brothers gave was like, that's going to be one of the plots, but then the other plots, what's happening back in the States. So it'll be interesting seeing the play on. Probably the same. I mean, the last couple seasons have been like this, where they have a couple group, a couple of people over here, a couple of people over here, and then Mm -hmm. they all kind of come at the end kind of deal. Mm -hmm. I mean, that just seems to be obvious, Mm -hmm. normal behavior. (laughs) I mentioned uh, our friends Ruthanna and Chris. They do a like kind of a podcast, but a live stream called Nerd Rage. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was in the chat and they were like, oh my God, it's him. And I was like, yeah, like, I wonder if they put this trailer out there for like the investors. Like, see, money face man's back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like soon we're going to be following Eleven to college or something. <laughs> Good on him though. He's he's making those paychecks. Hmm. He's been in everything this year, last mm-hmm. year, I, I before that. I like, like he's got a good like resume right now currently. Mm. Like I like his characters and everything. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's makes sense. I want to see him in a funny rom com. Okay. I mean, you know what's coming? Where it's going to be like him and like Kevin Hart or something. You know, like Kevin Hart. just some like smaller person that's going to be goofy. It's going to be like the Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito dynamic. You know, <laughs> that's true. You could do it the other way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Actually. That would be. Kind of find like a get him jacked up after so Black Vin, Widow. <laughs> Vince wiped out on his skateboard this week. So Dude, yeah, it looks gnarly. He re- road rash his arm, so he can't like rest his elbow or anything. Did so, you go to the doctor at all? Nah. Did you like sterilize it? Like he, peroxide so or something? He, he poured alcohol on it. Um, but the alcohol we have is like cleaning grade, like 70% or whatever. Ooh, so I was well, like, did that? Isopropyl. I was like, did that hurt? Like yeah, I use, hurt. I use it to clean like windows and shit. So like just. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it like completely. I went through phases of insanity <laughs> while it was on my skin. I'm like, I could take, <laughs> take you to the doctor. Nah, that's fine. I, I can always just uh, skateboard down to the. <laughs> we're also we're children of the '80s. We survived a lot worse. Oh my <laughs> you gosh, wipe out yeah. on the other side too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have but, both your arms like. Uh. <laughs> but I'm going to the doctor's office, so should be. You remember, right. like, I remember in I was in wrestling in junior high, and um, actually my first match I hyperventilated, but then everyone one else after that I mm-hmm. started winning. Um, so my mom wouldn't go because she just didn't like the concept. She's like, why would Americans put their kids through this? And I t- kept telling her it wasn't that bad. And then the one time she went, it was uh, bad. this kid who was my weight class, but just all muscle, like so like two foot taller than me or whatever, oh, yeah. just grabbed my foot and drug me across the length of the mat. <laughs> so the entire left side of my body was just like Scraped kind up. of road rash, you know, like. Um, and so I, I got up and I was like, I'm fine. Cause you know, you're a teenager. So you're like, I'm good. It just stings a little bit. And my mom's like, Oh my God. And she never went to anything yeah. <laughs> again. Like rug burn. Yeah. But like, you know, it's just like, Oh, you shake it off, you know, have some tang. I'm trying That's to make You did wrestling. Like I did wrestling mm-hmm. just because I couldn't get into like baseball. Like they had their team favorites at like my mm-hmm. school or like the coaches had like his favorites. And so I, I got into wrestling the one year. It was like the first year we had wrestling and I was like, mm-hmm. I want to get fit. So but I never won anything. Oh, really? I got headbutted a ton. And like, I'm like looking at the ref, like that's not legal. Stop him. See, <laughs> like, I, I think that it, like, the, like in wrestling, my advantage was the people always thought I would be docile. Mm-hmm. And then they learned that I have no limits. <laughs> <laughs> and so even within the rules, you just have to the, win. The rage goes on for the full three minutes or whatever, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And also it like helped get a lot of teenage angst. I may have like, you know, 
robbed a bank otherwise or something. I don't know, you know. <laughs> it's like I get angry. I know, like in a day and a half, I'm gonna be, be able to beat up three people, you know. Dude, those. I don't <laughs> know if you guys were as crazy, but we had some nuts practices. Like they were just yeah. like they're probably they'd probably be illegal now. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember having. Did you ever do the what's it called? Like the fireman carry? Yeah. Yeah, but like we would we would go upstairs. Same. Yeah. Yeah, like you do like laps, mm-hmm. and I carry the same the person who is in like within somewhat of your weight class. Yeah, you carry them over your shoulder and run up and down stairs and stuff. That'll jack up your back, so <laughs> right, all your joints. And even then, just to make weight, we did all kinds of unhealthy stuff. Yeah, like running a trash bag and things. Yep, lucky we didn't pass out. You know. Yeah, right. I know. I remember kids doing that. One kid was like a crazy, <clears throat> silly kid we used to always hanging out hang out with named Russell, mm-hmm. and he came in once and he's like, "Uh, they had like a a sale for." double quarter pounders or something and he was like a, he was like seven or eight pounds overweight mm-hmm. and the coach is like russell uh, so he made him like run it was like an hour he had like the trash bag on and like had three of our sweatshirts oh, on top of him oh <laughs> my water gosh off. like yeah like how do you not die from that like he's up there he's like almost passing out he made it barely you know something else i realized was um when i went to college i realized like not everybody's comfortable in like public showers or whatever yeah yeah and i was like oh, whatever and i realized i came back from wrestling because when we weigh in you're trying to weigh as least as possible so you're yep. shaving off all unnecessary hair but also we're weighing in buck naked so yes. it's like you and you the rest walk up naked yeah the rest of the team like all 20 guys or whatever are just buck naked in line waiting to weigh in and stuff and yep. so i guess it's just at a you know younger like a junior high age it was like Ah, right, here we are, you know. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody yeah. anything else has seen. You get exposed to that but, early. But the, the kink happened when um the first girl wrestler came in and then they had to make all these accommodations. You had girl wrestlers? We had one. How on um and <laughs> How so, on earth? so the whole thing I remember the first time they made everybody get dressed, then it messed up everybody's weight classes. Yeah. And so then there was like a separate way in for her. Mm-hmm. And then I remember um so it wasn't for my school's team, it was like one other school's team. So the kid who was in the weight class, I forget, I think below me. Had to wrestle her, and <laughs> this is way off topic, by the way. Yeah. But. <laughs> and I remember he he like he like started pinning her, and then he was like, "I don't know what I'm allowed to do," you know, and so like because you're you're in like spandex, yeah. There's like next like, to nothing on you, yeah, and stuff. I also I was remember told like like you know when you're wrapping your like arm around your leg once, if the dude's not turning for you, you give him a wrap in the nuts too. So like I don't know what I don't know if I ever <laughs> learned that or not, man. Yeah, but I don't know. Man. I it was a rough sport. It was, it was actually a sport for like, I don't know, all the kids that weren't allowed to do all the cool stuff, or like all the you know uh-huh. kids that weren't cool. Like that was oh. like that was where we had. I don't know. I think the years were the same. I think ours was pretty established. Like I don't remember it being like a scale. I remember doing it because um, I played. I feel like everybody played basketball in Indiana, mm. so I played basketball <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, but that <laughs> that I mean I'm not gonna lie. The, the principal liked me, so she like walked me into that team, even though I didn't really make the cut. Nah. But Wrestling and tennis, I was pretty good at, and I realized that those were both kind of like, even though they were teams, they mm. were more individually based. So like yeah. when you won or lost, it was on you. And I liked the idea of that more. Yeah, because in basketball, I hated the idea of me screwing up a play, but then equally, I hated when someone else screwed up a play and I actually did it right. Yeah. So in the wrestling thing, I was like, well, this is on me. And then t- tennis is the same thing, and the yeah. exercise was very similar. It was all cardio based, yeah. you know. So. It was rough. I never. I don't no. <laughs> Did you have wrestling at your high school? Yeah. Yeah. I, I worked out with all those guys. It was nuts. We actually had the basketball team come up once and they they couldn't hack it. Like how crazy the yeah. freaking it was nuts. I think the only other teams that could cut it with a wrestling team was like tennis. Cross country or something. Tennis. Maybe cross, cross country never was with us, but probably. Yeah. It was tennis and then um soccer. Because mm. soccer they run way more. I went to an arts high school, so our sports sucked. <laughs> I like so, no. Like, no, nobody in at my high school wanted to go. Play I, like I, have, I have a varsity letter and jazz hands. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, the closest to sports you could get in my arts high school was in marching band. I mean, that is rough. The biggest guy we had, he had like the biggest weight class or whatever. He left wrestling to do cheerleading, so it was kind of do cheerleading. Like, also pretty difficult. Also, like in high school, like everybody made fun of like the male cheerleaders. Mm. Yeah, but they were the ones getting the girls, man. They were you know? like the, all the hotties because they were like you're. I don't the, know if these guys got the girls, but that oh, was just gotcha. funny. They were like the one. They were like the one or two guys in the team of like you know eight or ten girls or whatever you mm. know and stuff. Yeah. So also I mean, they were way more fit because they had to lift everybody. Yeah. Well, this dude was large, like probably he's probably a good foot and a half taller than me, mm-hmm. but also just big yeah. all around, like. So you obviously, when you were that large, you have muscle to hold yeah, yeah, <laughs> yourself yeah. up. 
holding yeah. up little girls is not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Well, back to nerd stuff. Um, Star Wars. Uh, I've been waiting for this Clone Wars. This is the last season of Clone Wars. I don't know if you ever watched any I've, of it. I've never watched any of it. You should. Yeah. I I've heard it's good. It's on Hulu, I think. Yeah. I mean, no, no. I think it's on Disney Plus now. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, I've seen the first season and it, it was amazing. Yeah. Like everything about this thing. It's nuts. Like I really love the show. In fact, I hated the prequels uh-huh. and this show made me go, all right, I'm okay <laughs> with the prequels now. The thing with Windu in the mm-hmm. first, I think it was the first season, w- w- stole everyone's hearts or mm-hmm. something like that. It was Just, ridiculous. And it's crazy, and they reintroduced in the show. That's where they kind of reintroduced Maul being still alive. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, you get to see a lot more. You know, in the movies, it's like little tiny kid, little tiny teenager, and he's grown adult in the last movie for like 10 seconds before he turns bad. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, this is weird. Like, you nobody changes like that to bad like that. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. So this like draws it out over so long a time. You could just slowly see him kind yeah. of choosing that side and it's just it's a great show i'm going to stop here so that we can watch the uh watch the trailer for it and i'll put it in the show notes for you guys if you haven't seen it sweet yeah i was just saying windu is just like sick in this Mm. whole series and so are all the like the knights the uh jedis Mm -hmm. i'm wondering if they're going to reintroduce ahsoka again because she kind of leaves in here yeah um i think she's going to be in the next i don't know if there's a rebels version after that because they had the rebels show after this Mm. Um, we're saying yeah. it's like all Disney Plus now too, so easy to find. Yeah, it used to be in Cartoon Network. How how long has that show been going on? It's been a couple decades, right? No, 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 no. It was only six or seven seasons. I think they had up yeah. to six seasons, and I think that they, after that, kind of did an extra. What was it like? Two thousand fifteen, maybe. Oh, really? Why did I think it was like early two thousands? I know that they had like a cartoon version for one, like oh, okay. one season, I think, and then they moved on to this, which is very similar art, only it's computer okay. animated i wasn't gonna comment on that i love the is there something that's aesthetically pleasing to me about the like the ps1 graphic <laughs> it is a little blocky you know? yeah but I, I like love it like i don't know there's something that reminds me of like metal gear solid or mm. something uh, yeah it does <laughs> i mean it does it did come out when when was that you want to look that up there I was trying to say, yeah. um here we go the first season of uh clone war it is 2009 is when it started. Okay, so it was only like a decade off. Yeah. yeah. How many seasons? <laughs> I was even pretty far off. This is the last season, so this will be yeah, this will be the 7th season. So Netflix actually picked up the the 6th season, that's what it was. I think it's a shorter season and it's, you know, little little tiny tie-ups of certain things from the previous so season. It's so good. It's it's I crazy weird how much I watch that show. A band actually turned me on to it. They're like, really? "Oh, if you like this, and you're gonna," I'm like, "I don't know if I'll like that." And they're like, "You need to watch it." And so we watched it from start to finish with the girls, and we just love. Nice it. story's great. Even Angie loved it, which is yeah. weird, you know. <laughs> However, her brother, who was uh, like into all the books or whatever, wasn't always a big fan of it. So mm. the books, man, that's where it started, though. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can get better than those. Yeah, it's pretty crazy how much. I mean, it's just like the Marvel universe. It's just a lot of information. That's which is why you like can't put in these movies, which is why I kind of empathize or sympathize sympathize with uh, some of the fans being upset about the movies not having some of that stuff that's in the books. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just I mean they they basically walked up after Disney bought it and was like, hey, all this stuff that you already researched and loved, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> we're <laughs> like, omitting thanks. all of it, and so and carving a new path because that's what we want. Yeah, I mean that's when it was at the what's the lady? Um, I can't remember her name. Kathy uh, Kennedy or whatever was like, mm. we don't have any. We don't. It's not. It's not like Marvel to where they have like a a large amount of information and books and comics and whatnot. And it's like, yes, yes, you do. Uh-huh. Like at least at the very least, you could adapt some of the good stuff that you like from it. But no, <laughs> they just want to start from like scratch, it, kind of. So at least let it be an ins- one of the inspirations for yeah, the uh-huh. thing. You know. Yeah. Like not don't just don't get rid of all of it. Hundred percent. You know. And now. I don't want to get into that because I don't I, mind, <laughs> like you know, new uh, new ideas if yes. they're cool. But I do really like the nostalgia and and when they do kind of like throw heavy nods to the, the books and the stuff like that. The when they've books. already built a universe before that, you know, they do it a lot with like these like uh, uh, photography wise, like you know, like they they're doing all the covers that, where Batman's on the side of the building. Oh yeah, like, so they're paying, uh, you know homage to all that but like i want to see yellow spandex (laughs) (laughs) 
And I saw pictures the other day. Somebody, I think a, a website had posted like, here's some updates to the X-Men's costume that we could have in the MCU. And I like mm-hmm. literally posted that meme that no, <laughs> uh. this needs to be good costumes, close to classic, you know, yeah. at least, you know, at least there's something in the comics. I want that. I don't want like this garbage black and white crap again. I saw, um, I don't know if this was actual like at published news or whatever, but our friends Ruth Ann and Chris were talking about how they actually were talking about now about doing the Fantastic Four again. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, like yeah. maybe starting to open up the casting for it. Yeah. And I'd mentioned like they were going through like their dream cast. Yes. And obviously there's like a lot of different possibilities there. I saw memes of John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Always Emily, Emily Blunt and John uh, yeah. Krasinski is always everyone's top pick, it seems. And so like I, I remember commenting like I actually if not that I should make making decisions, but if it were up to me, I'd love to see like all the the rest of the cast be just like really talented unknowns, mm-hmm. and then like Doctor Doom should be like David Tennant or something, you know, like David Tennant's kind of small. I mean, just like that regalness and stuff, like yeah, because just or should be Idris Elba, Idris Elba. Oh, uh, sure. Uh-huh. I mean, any, any of that's like just <laughs> any, anybody that's like like authoritative, you know, stuff. Just anything but what we had so far. Yeah. But like, also maybe not introducing the first movie, just like Thanos that for a couple of movies or yeah. something. Yeah. There's a lot of things that could go into the Fantastic Four. It's kind of crazy that they mm-hmm. choose that every single time. I guess it's like Magneto in the X Men <clears throat> movie. Like we gotta have him in everything. Like oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's the dark where we have the light. <laughs> but or, I was, yeah, I'm super interested in in seeing that. But yeah, it's whenever I see anybody talk about it, it's usually it's John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, which I'm I'd be okay with it. But yeah. uh, I'm I'm definitely more for people that are unknowns because mm-hmm. I feel like you can pick them and you don't have any baggage to deal with, mm-hmm. you know, and people also, don't can't go, I don't like them because they're in all these other movies. Yeah. And, also mean, in that case, it's kind of, it, it would make sense for like Dr. Doom to be like the celeb mm-hmm. carry it. And then everybody else just be like, like when we met Hugh Jackman, yeah, we're like, Oh, he's really great. And we didn't know anything about him before. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like there's <clears> nothing to, to base it on before that. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, he looks, he looks the part and he acts the part. He did a good job. Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel, I don't know, I feel a little bit like that with, with Pattinson. Like, hmm. I don't, I don't like his other movies that he's done. I mean, like, and I just don't see him acting much better in this next yeah. one, but I don't know. I, test, I mean, it could blow up. I hope they only give him like three lines. <laughs> exactly. That, he just doesn't talk. That test footage looked pretty good. But it also did. it was like over dramatic. Yeah. I guess I didn't know. So the bat logo was the broken pieces of the gun that killed yeah, his parents. I was going to say like. If they make this into like an anti-gun thing, like I'm gonna be like, no. I don't think it's gonna be that. I just have questions about how a child acquires pieces of a gun. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. but also, like, I don't want another origin story. Like, I don't know. Exactly. It's like, yeah, I don't want this that. Is either. What the world needs is another Batman origin story. Even a little bit of a hint is like too much. Yeah. So they just got a Tom Holland that shit, you know, and just be like, like just, he's he's Spider Man now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> give him another enemy mm-hmm. and give me a badass Batman. Movie. I mean, like the first Batman was the same. Like you, you barely saw maybe a little bit of a of an origin story to him, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of. I don't even want that much. The most I want is what they did in Lego Batman, where he looks at the photo for two seconds. <laughs> he's just and sad, you, and you're just you're just like, <laughs> cool, that happened. All right, move on. Everybody knows it, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't like the design of the guns thing i think that looks stupid i thought it was cheesy I'm like this is dumb like just, no one would whatever. do that i just don't know of a gun that has a clip like the clips on them it was just basically was like, like a split mirror. gun down the middle yeah, yeah. but the, there's like looks like there's like clips like uh that you would like put in your pocket like a clip that would like slide like a clip on the back of a knife that's huh. what it looked like on both on both sides oh weird and i was like what gun has that? That doesn't even look like a gun. We're in Gotham. So, <laughs> so like, it could be anything that Two-Face, Joker, Harley Quinn, anybody, like, invents, you know? It could be yeah. whatever. Like, I just thought it looked cheesy. I'm like, oh, no, they're going to play this up as, like, an anti-gun thing. I mean, like, if that's your thing, fine. I but, like, I don't... I don't know if they'll go there. I mean, I think it naturally has a certain level of it because a child's parents get killed. Yeah. But, like, I don't... I, I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but I couldn't see them, like, making that a Batman message. I feel if, if they do, thing. they're going to lose the audience hardcore. Because, I mean, they already, it's, it's already torn in half as the way it is, you know, with, you know, the studios kind of like every once in a while, like, oh, we need to push a little bit of a, a little bit of, you know, a modern agenda in there, which is fine. But, like, when you're putting it into comic books all the time and you're like, well, we just wasted all this time. And we could have had, like, a really good story mm-hmm. with a really good, you know, villain and a really good hero. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're trying to run this. I mean, I don't know. I guess, mm. I guess if I'm going to be honest, unless it's done poorly, I wouldn't mind it. I especially, 
um, you know, like Nerdsync just did this video about how comic books have always been political mm. and stuff. It would make sense. Always is hard. I mean, like it's like if you read comics every single day, mm-hmm. it's not always going to be political. No, no, no. The origins of comics have always been political. So it, it's a long story. The video is like an hour long and it needs the full hour to barely explain it. But like, um, I, I get it. Like, it, it makes sense about the people who are drawing them and stuff. I'm not saying it has to be. It just wouldn't surprise me. And mm-hmm. unless it's just a really poorly tacky, you know, thing, then it'll be whatever. That's what I'm saying is it's if you're going into that. <laughs> And have an angle like that, I feel like you're going to lose a lot of people. Eventually. Has, has that been a, uh, an issue that's been talked about? I, w- I wasn't even aware. Yeah, that it that seems was like to be online thing. what a lot of people are talking about. I don't, I don't know if that's true, but I feel mm. like that's definitely an opportunity for them to talk about it. I, I, I mean, Batman is anti, kind of anti-gun. I just but, can't see it because it doesn't compute to me to inject that into that story. Yeah, like I mean, it just like I said, because it kind of naturally has a certain level of like, I don't know. It would be weird for that, like, for it to be like a Bruce Wayne is against guns after that kind of thing, like, it's just because we have. That's what I'm saying. It would that. be weird, and that's why I don't, I don't yeah. like it. I'm just hoping that it sells whatever it does, whatever Wait, its wh- thing is. When is this movie coming out? Oof, I don't know. Next year. <laughs> it still seems too too soon for me. I feel like yeah. I, I want a decade off of Batman and Superman for a while. I want a good. <laughs> I want a good one. You know, like I just don't. I mean, Affleck just came out because he was supposed to be in this movie. Here, I'll pull up to this. He was supposed to be in this movie, and he came out like saying he had a little thing he said about the movie. Uh-huh. Um, originally, Matt Reeves and, and Affleck was, were writing this movie together, and to be honest, like Affleck was not the worst part of Justice League, and he was okay as far as... It was as a team effort. Bruce <laughs> Wayne, his, like we talked about it before, his Bruce Wayne was great, just yeah. like Tobey Maguire's uh, Peter Parker was great. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. on the other half, was a little... Uh, um, at least his acting in it. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing with this Batman. Like his acting in the Batman was a little, mm, but his, you know, his Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne was dead on. So, but uh, let's he say down here. He says, um, I showed somebody the Batman script recalled Affleck. They said, I think the script is good. I also think you'll drink yourself to death if you go through what you just went through again, <laughs> <laughs> which is, I guess he had like some drinking issues or whatever at the time. Plus yeah. you're dealing with like, I'm a sure so many. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a dark person. You're getting into character, but I'm sure so many hands in Warner Brothers, as mm-hmm. well as the fans being a pain in the butt and, hmm. and Batfleck garbage going on all over the place. So Batfleck. I just don't want it. I'm just tired of Batman and Superman at this point. Like, I don't know if Which everybody feels shame. that way. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be like that. But it is. It kinda. just because you just it just loses momentum. You know, after a yeah. while, like I got so jazzed about Iron Man for the last ten years, and then that's why I'm just like hoping that this new Batman. It, does something yeah like, if it's good any, any bit of good i want a good batman i mean i just i want mm-hmm. that but i feel like warner brothers they take just like with the affleck thing they hire they literally almost came out and word, word for word almost said like we're hiring affleck because affleck because he did well in these other movies mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like i feel like the same thing with pattinson we're like mm-hmm. hey we're warner brothers we did Tw- twilight or whatever else he did really good in these other movies mm-hmm. and he's doing good in these indies movie <laughs> indie movies so hey, let's hire him <laughs> to do this. And I, Warner Brothers, I feel like just doesn't have the brain power to, to yeah. think through this stuff. Sometimes you got to think like he's not that old, Robert Pat- Patterson. No, whatever. no. So like, this Pattinson, is gonna be a yeah. younger Batman. Yeah. <coughs> you know, um, it's kind of funny. It's supposed to be like year one, I think. So anybody yeah. that knows me and Vince's content, like there's a running joke. Like we have some friends that work at Warner. And whenever we hang out with them, I'm always like teasing. Or when we do branded content from them, I always by saying like also sign out do dc better mm-hmm. you know it's like it's been going for like four years now or more um and so when i was praising the harley quinn cartoon show mm-hmm. i put it on um yeah, facebook i was like i actually love this i blame our friend zach james for introducing it to us mm-hmm. one of those friends that works at warner just said you're welcome and comment <laughs> and i was like oh yeah i forgot about that that's awesome nah. <laughs> like you did dc better ones well they always have i mean their cartoons are always watchable at the very least they're, <laughs> they're watchable, watchable. <laughs> it's I such mean, a bad bar though just <laughs> i mean like they're usually they're great or they're at yeah. the very least watchable yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. some of marvels you're like eh, i'm not I mean, they could be really, really good, or they're like, nah, I don't want to watch that. I mean, like there's DC there, stuff. There's stuff I just don't. There's stuff I, I don't know. I, I'd watch it all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I try to, I try to watch it all. Mm-hmm. But there are, there's a reason there's like thirty shows on there. Yeah, because you're only going to watch like five. Yeah. So, some of them are just stinkers. <laughs> Birds of Prey, the show. 
This is oh. definitely a stinker. Well, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it's I went through weird. <laughs> and watched a bunch the other night. Let's see if I can find the... Uh... So speaking of Birds of Prey, um, so I guess like the numbers are finalized or whatever. Yeah. And without the marketing budget, it kind of broke even internationally and everything. Yeah. Um, I didn't see... I saw something and I, you know, if you're listening, I guess look it up to see if it's true because it's an interesting... I'm not even going to make a point about it. Just going to put the conversation out there. So it was deemed a failure at like 35 million or something like yeah, that. First weekend. But I guess when um, Ford versus Ferrari came out, mm-hmm. it was praised for being great, a great box office at the same number at 35 million. Mm. Some people said, well, comic book movies are different or whatever and stuff. But um, it wasn't a good look because, you know, Ford versus Ferrari has like two male stars and inside of female stars and mm. stuff. I'm curious as if outside of the genre, just as a movie coming out on a weekend without competition, what like is that true and is it just marketing spin on both sides like ford versus ferrari come out and they're like oh it did great you know 35 mm-hmm. and then like uh birds of prey comes out it's like it did terrible 35 you know I, i'm just curious like, what people think about like that could have also dynamic. been like historically the movies that weekend do better in certain weekends or whatever else mm-hmm. also i would more say that it's like since it was like a giant to do comic book movie mm-hmm. it was supposed to be doing better <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, off the hill off the heels of you know suicide squad and everything else mm-hmm yeah, <laughs> I just I see I I, I wouldn't I Aquaman. see the potential of the spin though because sometimes that stuff like kind of happens where they like number one movie or like but there was no other competition that week you know mm. like mm-hmm. or something like Sonic I don't think like actually like busted down the doors of records and stuff mm. but it also beat it no, beat Birds of Prey out that, yeah yeah well I mean it came out it beat whatever debuted that week which yeah. was very little like there wasn't I don't think there was another kids movie or action or video game thing or something that came out that weekend. Mm-hmm. So what would have been impressive is it's like Lego Movie 3 and Sonic come out the same week and Sonic beat their numbers. That would have been impressive, mm-hmm. you know. But y'all I imagine the amount spent probably for the Ford versus Ferrari versus Ferrari probably was not as much as the Harley Quinn movie. I don't know. Let me look it up. I mean, yeah. I would assume so too, but I also don't know enough about like cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, true. Cuz the cars could've been pretty darn expensive. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. They just don't cars. have any CGI. St- I, well, I guess yeah. They probably it, might have some CGI it, in it. Yeah, it had some like uh, like low key, you mm-hmm. know, or fight sequences. You know, those take forever to yeah. film. Let's see. Oh, well, these are like wait. This is it doesn't. This is budget. Oh, budget. Budget ninety seven million mm-hmm. for Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Birds. How much is Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey. Is I was gonna I was gonna hum the uh, the Wii oh, song, but Birds of Prey was less. It was eighty four million. Oh, crazy! Okay, so I'm, now my questions are even more. Like, wow, wow. <laughs> those have bigger stars. I imagine <laughs> the stars that are in the other movie, I imagine, are bigger too. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, so yeah. just just a little point of interest. I'm interested in seeing what people think about that. Uh, you know, spin on things because. So what was the opening weekends for them both? Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, let me see. Is I got that. Um, and you get the other one. Opening week. Are we looking just at domestic? Yeah, or national. Just, um, well, I think a domestic's probably easier to look at, but. Uh, um, domestic for Birds of Prey was thirty, a little over thirty-three million. Okay. Um, did they go up again? Okay, so maybe. Ford versus Ferrari is thirty-one. Yeah, so it's thirty-one million. I guess. And so yeah, there are questions there about that. But just, just I was just curious. Like oh. I said, I'm not like I don't yeah. have a stance on it yet. I'm no. just curious, like what the general yeah. thoughts are, right, about that, like how how that makes a difference or not. Maybe even expectations. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But even just like. You know, aside from all the other stuff, just like movies, you know, with just the numbers and stuff, mm-hmm. like just interesting, oh, like how that works with numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that most of that. I mean, all of us know already know that, you know, but like an actor like Ben Affleck. I mean, not Ben Affleck. Uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon is going to be like Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Who else Ridiculous was that? There's a bunch money. of people in it, wasn't there? Yeah, I imagine it. They would get a couple million. Yeah, yeah, because it's more like a. I don't know. If not more <laughs> than a couple. It was million. Matt Damon, Christian Bale, John Bernathal. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I recognize right now. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. I mean, you got the other one. Million. You got Ewan McGregor and uh, Margot Robbie is the only two like 
I guess, majors. Yeah, big ones. Oh, yeah. a little shout out to our friends at Princess Rap Battles. Also, sorry, we didn't get your email until after we were not sick. Uh, we were <laughs> supposed to help on this Princess Rap Battles video. <laughs> it ended up being a Birds of Prey thing with Harley Quinn, Huntress, and uh, Black Canary. Mm-hmm. And our friend Spanky Valentine was Black Canary uh, for the movie version, like Dead Ringer. So it was a really cool video that got sponsored by Warner Brothers and oh, stuff. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, they just released it. We released a week late. Which, uh, my personal commentary on the Warner Brothers marketing is like, they released the promo video a week after opening weekend. <laughs> and that wasn't Princess Rap Battle's fault. A lot of people complained about the marketing of the movie. It just, you know, they just did a poor job. Weird. Yeah. Uh, I just saw Scott had posted that he saw Birds of Prey, but he did, put a picture of his ticket and just said Harley Quinn. It's like, I see you saw the SEO optimized version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. What else we got? I think that might be one of the few things. I mean, we got the Batman dealy. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess the CW is going to redevelop the Lost Boys into a TV series, which I'm not a fan about because what? that was a cool old movie. And Interesting. I would, the only way I would take that is in the form of a cartoon. Yeah? I need to rewatch Lost Boys. It's been I, a long time. I would totally see Lost Boys... And that whole the whole storyline with that as a cartoon. I don't want them to remake something into a TV show live action. That, well, it's CW too. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like teenage drama. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> it's gonna taste Riverdale. Like, Riverdale. It's gonna taste yeah. like cardboard. Yeah. You know. Oh, go ahead. No. On the flip side of something, I actually want to watch that I wasn't sure about before. Was that? I guess Hulu started a TV a, a series of High Fidelity. Oh yeah. Supposedly, it's really good. Well, it also has uh, the daughter of the it's one. Zoe girl. Kravitz. Yeah. Was, so yeah. They, I read an interview with her, like, how do you feel about your connection with your mother, you know, Lisa Bonet being in the original? Yeah. And she was like, they didn't even realize that, or she didn't realize that until, like, later in the casting process. <laughs> it, it just kind of, like, happened. It, so I think people assumed that it was because of that. Yeah. And I assumed, I thought it was going to be, like, a continuation of her story or something. Yeah, I guess, I guess it, not it probably. wasn't. Why I'm excited, because cool, I read her interview, and she said that um, the, the there was a fear that the conversations they had in the record store weren't going to be timely, because mm-hmm. even if they did up-to-date, like, conversations, they would quickly become, like, out of trend, yeah. you know, Is stuff. Is it in today's time? I think so. Because okay. she said that, like, there's a example in one of the episodes, they have a uh, conversation about Michael Jackson versus Kanye West and stuff, yeah. and she was like, but the thing is, that conversation is still timeless yeah and after that i'm like i love that i my dream is to just have conversations about music and record stores for the rest of my life yeah like i would i would love that like when i watch high fidelity i want to be like jack black and yell at somebody for listening to like stevie wonder's like crappiest stuff yes you know and things like i and then, he have crappy stuff it was uh <laughs> what, what was it that he made fun of uh the guy for buying um oh, i can't remember <laughs> uh you are the sunshine of my life you something. are the sunshine I of my so life i Correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a while since I watched the movie, but yeah. uh, I think this guy comes into a record store and asks Jack Black, like, do you have You Are the Sunshine of My Life? I something? think it was Britney Spears. Like, I th- when he when the guy comes in and Jack Black's like, oh, we probably have it, but I'm not going to give it to you. No, it was a Stevie Wonder tune. Are you sure? Gosh dang, I must live in a different dimension. I don't, was, wait, was Britney Spears a thing when High Fidelity came out? Oh, no. maybe not. But well, he, no, but Britney Spears was like when I was in late in high school, dude. When, um. Black. With, but like he, yeah. he made he was like if you're gonna listen to Stevie Wonder you're gonna listen to and he the talking book and blah blah, blah. Yeah. it's like you're not gonna buy your wife you're the sunshine of my life you know <laughs> okay the best customer scene um uh, I'm looking for a record for my oh birthday. I just called to say I love you just that's what he made <laughs> I just got, that is a boring ass song <laughs> so so he was making fun he was like he won't sell it to him yeah because he's like you're not yeah. gonna come here and buy Stevie Wonder and be by that song no okay gosh, that makes dang, total why is my sense brain? yeah <laughs> to me like because I'm definitely a fan the funny thing is like I don't mind that song but there'd be other things because uh, you know like uh, like now gosh it's been over a decade now I used to work in the music section of Barnes and Noble yeah. yeah it I always said like if I ever get my finances straight and I you know, fulfill my dreams of being a songwriter. Mm. I just want to spend my extra time working in music, yeah. at a record store, Barnes and Noble. Because like literally like these, you know, I remember this one night this guy walked in and he was like, uh, long story short, because it was a conversation that led to this, but I found out like he just like got divorced and he was like, uh, like, you know, depressed. And like his first reaction was go to the record store, mm-hmm. well, Barnes and Noble's closest thing we had to record store. Yeah. And I was like, you're my people. Okay, here's a stack <laughs> of records and whatever you don't like, I'll buy back from you tomorrow, you know? And, right. And stuff, and I was like, "You're gonna listen to Black Keys, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Brothers, and also uh, Spoon, you mm-hmm. know, like all this stuff." And I, I want to be that guy. Cause I'm like, "Here's your breakup playlist." Yeah. You know? uh-huh. And then in a week, this is your burn her stuff playlist. 
Right. You know, <laughs> you, you could have uh, <laughs> customers that way too that always like always come back for mm-hmm. your for playlist for or like for your recommendations. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we worked in a Christian bookstore. And we like we back in the late nineties. Christian music, there's tons of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just a million different versions of whatever, punk rock to whatever. Like, it's just mm-hmm. it's insane. And so, like, people come in and be like, hey, yeah, what do you want? What are you looking for? All right, go ahead. I had I'll a guy at the back. wall. Yeah. I had a guy at the wall. I forget his name now, but, like, uh, would always recommend me good shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that is like a, if you're a record store or a bookstore person, that is like a, a specialized talent yeah. thing. Our, our local Christian bookstore. It was the Living Water. I remember now. Holy crap! Their <laughs> music, names. The yeah, their, their music, their music section. The rest of the store was basically a vacation Bible school like supply store. <laughs> but the music section, I remember the guy there was probably my age mm-hmm. now. But then, and uh, his boss was literally named Mister F U C H S, and he pronounced like you thought it was. So I was walking around Christian bookstores like Mister Fox in town or like and stuff. And the Fooch. Rec- Fooch. No, it wasn't Fooch. It was it was Fox <laughs> like. And their their recommendations were great because I, I don't know this is like the CCM boomer in me, mm-hmm. but that was like the golden age of like yeah. There's well, so much music; it was insane. Like so, we go in and like I'm gonna buy an MXPX record. Literally, no mention of religion on it. It yeah, was just a cool much. record, you know. Um, or even when it did mention like religion and stuff, like you know, that's before POD blew up in the mainstream. Yep, POD was huge, and so we're like some POD. Like I don't There's know a bunch of stuff like that that blew up too. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny it's for any of the CCM kids out there. I just saw, so it's this is so random. I'm Facebook friends with Ronnie Martin from Joy Electric. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never met, so I'm not like, claiming anything there, but I like seeing his posts every once in a while. So still a very religious guy. He, they had their record label. Mm-hmm. Um, he just, I forget, he said something like someone sent him this stuff from the record label that they had thought they'd lost. He has the original tape, like recording reels yeah. from the very first Morellas Forest. Oh, crazy. Thing. I oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I don't even know if like, it's like released. It's I not th- released. I think he said so he... People d- are like, we need to release this. Yeah, that's yeah. It's so cool. Like, wow, history. It's not crazy to back. find like history like that or like, hey, this was never released. There's so many records that are like that. Beach Boys have a million songs that you'll never, ever, ever hear. Yeah. It's just like, what was the joke? Like, uh, Brian Wilson's just recording someone's like boobs or something. <laughs> Like, let's get the wind off the noise. I mean, like I work on, I worked in a recording <coughs> studio forever, and people would come in and they'd record a song, and I'd be like, "Sweet, I wonder when this is coming out." Never came yeah. out. Well, like uh, if you watch uh, Miss Americana, it's that Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a board meeting where she talks about like we're probably gonna have almost 20, eighteen to twenty songs on this album. And mm-hmm. She's like, I know it's a lot, but I whittled it down from it. She said something like 120 or yeah. whatever, like that. I was like John Foreman from Switchfoot. He said yeah. you know, whenever he writes an album, he writes a hundred songs or something. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a go, lot of songs. That's a lot of information from High Fidelity. Uh, it's that's gonna be weird. That's that show, that movie is gonna be turned into a show. Like it's one of those things, like The Godfather, where they're like, "We're gonna redo this as an update." And I'm like, "You touch that and you die." So <laughs> you know, I so s- hopefully it's good. I saw that the uh, there was like criticism for it before it came out. Yeah, and then the first person to defend it was Nick Hornsby, the guy who wrote the original book. And yeah, he, I. I want. I don't want to misquote him, so you go look up this quote. But it's something to the effect of the show is like as good or better than the movie. That it, cool. the show was like closer to what he envisioned in the book or something. Mm-hmm. Something to that effect. And I'm so, not going to knock that, <laughs> but this is the person probably getting a paycheck from the TV show. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, th- I think he also wasn't a, com- a huge fan of the movie. That's just weird. I don't know, but I also haven't read the book. I'm gonna yeah, I didn't, I didn't know there was a book it was made off of. Yeah, Nick Hornsby is also like amazing so he did this uh collaboration with our friends pomplamoose mm-hmm. and then uh, ben folds who's not a friend but a huge fan of um <laughs> he was a friend right and nick hornsby like does the dialogue in between and mm-hmm. it's all this like stuff that like it kind of puts things in perspective i think it's like things you think you should look it up if you haven't heard it nick hornsby is basically like you know like every year the stars travel millions of miles and shine light you know three three thousand light years away and, mm. and we don't even like this light we see is you know thousands of years old or whatever mm. like but i need to get bread from the store around the corner i'm too tired to walk you know like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's perspective. Yeah. so i can be excited for high fidelity or the possibility TV. of being good but i don't think i'm going to be excited for the cw's version of um, lost boys yeah i mean it just seems like another another twilight-esque teenage whiny Ugh, I mean, maybe uh, when I was in high school, I don't know. I mean, yeah, if I'm an angsty teenager, maybe my daughter will like it. Banging know. my head on the wall might be more entertaining. <laughs> I might check it out. I also wasn't like a huge Lost Boys fan back in the day. It's a classic movie. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's Kiefer Sutherland, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird. It's really weird. Like because we just you know, nowadays, whenever we see something new, it's really not usually new. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's usually some like regurgitated version. I mean, it, it, it kind of hit a wall a few years ago when I saw a Marmaduke movie. So <laughs> there's a there's a there's a Marmaduke movie. Yeah, yeah. it was bad. I, was I mean, it was funny. George but it was Lopez, bad. I think. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it came and went like that. So <laughs> Marmaduke was my favorite, uh, like black and white, like co- comic strip when I was a kid growing up, mm-hmm. like. He has a big to make dog. flying circus into one, you're gonna know. <laughs> yeah, flying circus is another one. <laughs> oh gosh, people. But uh, what was the? Oh, you know, speaking of the original stuff, mm-hmm. I saw that they greenlit like a sequel to Knives Out. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. And so because it was so successful, yeah. but like all the industry rags of saying like this is like one of the first like completely original that's not based on pre-existing yeah. uh, stuff or uh, franchise mm-hmm. that did so well. Yeah. So I think they said the general premise for the next movie. Have you seen Knives Out? I have not. My daughter and my wife want to see it. I don't think that. Yeah. It's like, well, which daughter? The older one? Yeah. Oh, that, I think it'll be. I mean, <laughs> if she's watching some of the videos, like, like yeah. <laughs> some of the channels that on YouTube that I think that it should be fine. I don't know if your Angela's going to love it necessarily. It's a murder she mystery. She wants to see it. Should they love Clue. Oh, it's they basically would, that. Yeah, so that's. It would well, it looks like it looks like it's a fun, more also, bloody version of Clue. If yeah. they want to have fun with it. <laughs> Um, they do give you all the clues to solve the whole movie in the first 20 minutes. Hmm. Um, you just got to pay attention, but it's very magician-esque, like there's something happening over here, mm-hmm. but the thing's actually happening over here, you know? Um, so the whole thing's, you know, that all-star cast and then Daniel Craig's like this. Uh, I, the only which thing I wish they would have got rid of is Daniel Craig is like a Southern. Mm-hmm. I just wish he was just like an investigator. He doesn't I, sound like Colonel Sanders. He might sound right. <laughs> I just can't unbrand him in my head, <laughs> you know, as British. And but uh, he did great. Whenever you hear him talk, yeah, he did a great accent. Whatever, but he he based it off of some other like TV detective that sounds like that. Right. It makes me think of uh, whenever you'd hear John Stewart talk like he's Lindsey Graham. Well, I do declare. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically that. So I guess the sequel is going to be him solving the next murder that happens in that house with a different cast. Oh, weird. Especially, so he's like the James Bond of fixing murderers. Oh yeah, there you go. Another he's moving from one Bond thing to the next. But like, it makes sense because since he's he's the the, the detective, mm-hmm. it would make sense to have him be kind of like the cornerstone. And it's kind of like what I wanted shows like Heroes to do back in the day. Yeah. Even though I loved all those characters like Hero and Claire and stuff, they never came to actually be a group. It well that, but it also would have been much nicer if the second season was like, oh, and then they stumbled. Mohinder stumbled upon another group of people in another city mm. or something. You know what I just you know? thought of? He's kind of like the the uh, Southern um, Sherlock Holmes, pretty much. Sounds like it. Yeah, and maybe that's why they didn't do him as a British guy. I would have probably run out to watch that movie a little or bit English. quicker had I not been pissed that he, you know, did. Star Wars, <laughs> right? Oh. The second one. <laughs> I don't know. He did, he did a great job, and especially it's funny. I remember seeing. I know you probably disagree with this, but after the third Star Wars mm-hmm. movie, uh, most of the tweets from my friends were like, "Everybody owes Ryan Johnson of apology." <laughs> what? No way. <laughs> because he came out with uh, Knives Out, that was a hit, and yeah. then Star this Star Wars bombed almost equally as much. Well, not bombed. It made a lot of money, yeah. Yeah. but bombed in like the fan service as much as like the previous one. You know. I know. I it. I feel like everything was a little bit more even keel with this one. Mm-hmm. Where people were like, well, it's the ending. So, I mean, I didn't really like it, but I didn't really hate it. So it's over. I love it when uh, mm-hmm. I saw somebody post something like that, but they were like, I was fine with the last Star Wars movie until I slowly realized months later that my favorite franchise ever ended with none of the Skywalkers living and a Palpatine taking the Skywalker <laughs> yeah. name yeah. and living on with that legacy. Mm-hmm. And that's how it ends. Yo. Speaking of like being kind of like let down, at the end of Sonic, I just realized this. I was kind of sad when we were leaving. Yeah. And and then it went away really fast because I was like, oh, that's dumb. Because I got to go fast. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I got I want to go fast. But uh, at the end of the movie, you know, it's all happy ending, whatever. Sonic's like now like basically friends with this guy and like lives in his house and shit. Mm-hmm. But I was like, so what? Sonic's just there now? Like there's no more, <laughs> no more games or anything? Like, He's just in this little town of Green Green Hill now. Is like, but, uh, the, but the next movie, so, Tails is gonna find him. I, well, I hope they actually, oh. yeah, yeah. But it, I was a little sad. I was like, oh shit, he he's been like, uh, kind of like knocked knocked down all the way to a domestic pet. 
<laughs> no, I see. I see him more like a kid who never moved out of his parents' house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, because he has his own space. It is kind of heartwarming. Was James Marsden's character and his girlfriend, wife, whatever, looking to have children in the future? Is that what this was? Not, <laughs> not necessarily. I think they, there's like a nod to where it. he like fulfills like, a spot that they wish they could have. But uh, <laughs> not necessarily because he he's trying to you know predictably he's trying to shake him the whole first yeah. beginning of the movie and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's just, just like there's a thing that he uh, that James wanted to do that he ended up like getting that satiated feeling in the end. Mm. So. And you know the part in the trailer where like he shoots Sonic? Yeah. That's the linchpin of the movie. That's why James Marsden keeps like helping Getting him. Suckered into because he, Sonic. he tranked him, and that's why Sonic couldn't run for a while. Mm. He's like, it's all your fault. Until he ran to the Pacific Ocean, you know. So yeah. that's right. Um <laughs> but, but good good fun. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous about the uh, knives out thing. That's gonna be exciting. Yeah. I don't know when that's supposed to come out. I just saw that like it's either greenlit or very close or something. They're like, it made so much money, we're gonna do another one, mm. you know. It's cool. It was a fun movie. I did. I didn't know I was going to enjoy it that much when we left. I loved it. The the girl too. Just like everything about her was just this like really interesting thing that you cared about. So that's the main gag. Is that it's kind? They kind of did what I hope that Fantastic Four does. So mm-hmm. you know the ensemble cast. They're like all star. You yeah. know, it's like huge A listers and stuff. But the movie is really about this one girl that they never mentioned in the previews. That is an unknown act, or an essentially unknown actress, and mm-hmm. now she is, and she's <laughs> she's like the center of the movie. Who is she? She's very good. She's like oh, she's, some girl from Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> That's an ongoing joke. Is all these white people keep tell, keep uh, getting her country of origin wrong? Mm-hmm. She's from Brazil, right? <laughs> and, but they keep naming South American countries when she's clearly from like a Central American country and mm-hmm. stuff. Is but she's uh, she's the nurse of the guy that dies. Oh, Christopher mm-hmm. Palmer. Yeah, so like, but everybody treats her like a maid. Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's a whole like, there's a little bit of social commentary in there. I can't say that it's off, no. you know, but like, uh, <laughs> but she does a great job of like, found like being the foundation mm. of the movie along with Daniel Craig. Yeah. And so like, it's like, she's the foundation and Daniel Craig's like the narrator yeah. of everything and stuff. And everybody else are like, they're there. They're not, it's not like cameos. They're there, but they're only supplementing like her story. But that's it's all. It was a nice surprise to just kind of see like a strong unknown face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But like I got I got kind of clickbaited there by all the names, mm-hmm. and then I wasn't disappointed. You yeah. Know? No, it looked really good. I definitely wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. It's just fun to try to time. Fig- <laughs> it's, fun, it's fun to try to figure out why you're watching. Yes. Well, my wife and daughter love freaking Murder She Wrote and uh, Father Dowling Mysteries and Matlock and all that garbage. I Columbo. <laughs> I, I won't. I, I, I yes. won't. I won't lie. When I was a kid, I, diagnosis. I, I liked Father Dowling Mysteries. <laughs> I know, there was something about that brand of like mystery solving. It was very Scooby Doo esque. Yes, very. Where you got the extra, the extra nun helping you out. <laughs> yeah. Then when I grew up, I was like, she did not act like a nun. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I Speaking, can't can't deny that I've watched a few Murder She Wrote's. <laughs> Speaking of nuns, we've been eating these nun cookies that a, our subscriber uh, Mike sent us. Are they actually called nun cookies? They're they called nun believable. Nun believable. So he bought these for us, but I guess part of the proceeds go to feed like homeless people. So you can see that on our live stream this Sunday. We'll put a little video of us trying it. And Josh, are they actually buying nuns? I don't know. It says the ingredients are sourced directly from heaven, so I'm not sure how accurate <laughs> the descriptions uh, are. Is this the new nun to table? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> but uh, we, we we tried them out and recorded it, so you'll see the preview and the, got them all the, in the, a sweatshop somewhere. <laughs> The, the countdown to our uh, live stream on Sunday. Yeah, on but, Sunday. But these are the PM. These are Pacific. the densest, largest cookies I've seen in a while. They're um, thick. They're really good. They're good. They yeah. taste good. And gluten free. Not all of them. Just the ones we got. Yeah, I don't feel <laughs> like I'm gonna sneeze my face off. And you also get to see uh, Josh's youngest freak out over the espresso cookies <laughs> that we found out after she ate them that has espresso in it. Oh gosh, that was the greatest. <laughs> so it's gonna the best be- is when she's like, "They look like poop." Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> they're like a, like a mound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just a, that's why you always have little kids in focus groups because they won't sugarcoat things for you. <laughs> so nice and refreshing sometimes. Did you ever, did you ever watch Waterworld? Yeah, not on purpose. <laughs> it's always on like TBS after. Oh yeah, I remember at, at some point in the movie he gets like a, his his eye blown off or whatever, and they like carve him another eye out of some steel and he puts it in his eye eye socket or whatever, and the, the guys are like, "It looks great," and he like looks at the little kid. What's it look like? Looks like crap. Uh, <laughs> like, see, kids are adorable. You guys lied to me. <laughs> I know uh, Mark Rober on YouTube. He did a whole uh, Impossible Burger slash Beyond Burger experiment with yeah. Bill Gates. Weird. And but well, he was supposed he had like a week to learn how to cook 
like the Beyond Burgers and Impossible Burgers correctly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he did his first test. And he was like, I'm going to do it with my friends, but they also have their kids because my friends will try to be nice to me and their kids will not. <laughs> and, and so he, he did a, he He got them to the point like he did well enough that the kids like didn't know. And then when he revealed to them what they were, they were like, no, like, eh. no, <laughs> but, but they, they, kept, they kept thinking he was lying, uh-huh. you know? Oh, wow. And stuff. So he was like, it's all about the way you cook it and stuff. Mm, but sure. I don't, anyway, this, it was a long story short. It was like his litmus test was like, we're going to have small children <laughs> and then ask true. them what they think. They'll tell you the truth most of the time, especially food. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. They're like, ew. You know. yeah, they might not say anything, but they won't eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be like, mm, and they'll walk away. She <laughs> 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 don't like it. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for hanging around. We're, uh, we're about that time. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us this week. That's right. Make sure... Uh, to check out all of the yellow spandex episodes mm-hmm. now we're on 53 or four and uh four or five i don't know welcome to all you new listeners out there i've, I've noticed the numbers have jumped up a little bit more we got a lot of we had a bunch of people from iran the other day which i was like oh yeah okay hi iranians yeah. <laughs> hey what's up how you doing like, i don't know <laughs> that's interesting they had portugal and Iran and a couple other places where I was like, oh, what, weird. How did they learn about us? Well, you, you, get, you get to hang out with us three yeah. casuals and or, talk about all our movie favorites. Or we have a significant fan base with VPNs. We don't know. That's true. That's very true, actually. <laughs> um, I want to say I actually started my podcast oh, yeah, uh, a few nice. weeks ago. You guys are on number two. I saw um, some. Uh, it's called Starting a Record Label. And I start a, a record label. Yeah. And, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> if you want some entertainment, the first episode is... Josh trying to convince his wife to let him do it. <laughs> so she's real quiet though in it. It picks okay. up after the first one. <laughs> gotcha. All right, guys. That's See you, you later. Next week.